Welcome to Enjoying Life with Kevin Tran, a podcast dedicated to empowering you to enjoy life to the fullest through listening to my stories along with those of many others I meet along the way. In today's episode of This Fragmented Life, Time with the Stars, we'll be looking at a timeline of how I connected with both the past and the present of not only myself, but with those before and after me. This fragmented life is a phrase where this world is broken into very small pieces and broken into fractions. From running around the city of Munich in the early morning to visiting a World War II bunker, this fragmented life became much more apparent as the stars kept calling me to reflect more. Not only was I connecting with my parents and grandparents, but also my great ancestors and all those who came before to create the world we have today. What led me to the stars in the first place? What is running like in a foreign city? What was it like walking through an observatory? All these questions, along with many others, will be answered in the stories to come. Knock, knock, knock. I woke up, got up out of my hotel bed, and walked a few paces to open the door to my hotel room. Standing outside was my older brother and sister bringing in a basket of food into my makeshift hotel room. This hotel room had a kitchen equipped with some utensils and cooking equipment. There was also a table with four chairs. The basket of food they brought included different foods such as heirloom tomatoes, spinach, and lettuce, rice, and bread. However, there was no protein. What are they doing here? I thought to myself as my sister started cooking some food while my brother took me for a walk around the streets to buy some fish. We walked through many different vendors which had open crates to show their produce with a sign atop marking their price. While browsing through the selection, my brother and I talked about buying other miscellaneous ingredients such as soy sauce, hot sauce, and some additional greens. From vendor to vendor, we continued to pick up more goodies for our trip home And my brother said to me, make sure you always eat healthy and take care of yourself. I nodded in agreement and listened as we continued walking. The conversation shifted now from food to exercise and making sure you have enough energy to make it through the day. He was really looking out for me every step of the way. Once we made it back to the hotel room, we provided my sister the fish to pansier as we set the table with utensils. Upon finishing the seer, we all gathered around the table and prayed with one another before diving into the scrumptious food. We talked briefly about our adventures in life and shared laughs. It was a surreal moment because I don't really remember the last time it was only the three of us at a dinner table. It must have been months, if not years. We hugged once we were all finished with the meal, and with tears coming down my face of just having their sheer warmth around me, I thanked them for providing me with nourishment and a reminder to take care of myself. I closed my eyes, and upon opening them, I was crying in my bed once more in my Munich hotel room. 
I laid there and paused for a minute to process the whole dream that just happened. It's crazy to think that nowadays we never see our siblings as much anymore. We all grew up, have our own different endeavors, and only see each other for a snippet of time when our paths aligned for a huge event. Somehow, though, they were always there watching over me, making sure I didn't screw up, to say the least. After this reflection, I texted them a short summary of the dream and how I loved them. It felt odd. The greater the distance, the greater the love brought us together. You never really know how much you treasure someone until they're only in your life for short periods of time. Nevertheless, they still enter my mind every day to push me to be a better person. Re-energized after having that dream, I put on my running shoes, changed into athletic gear, and began my run around Munich at 5am in the morning. I started running in a direction towards the main cathedrals of the city, but instead of always following the path, I let my body decide when to turn and where. This led me to different museums, monuments, and views. One of the key areas I stopped at was Hofgarten, a city park with formal lawns and flower beds, and court gardens of the royal residence in the 17th century. There, I looked in amazement at the stars above. In the Americas, the light pollution levels are much higher, especially in larger cities such as Seattle, New York, and San Francisco. In Munich, though, the skies were the clearest I had ever seen in my life. With my head looking directly up, it was as though there was a connection between me and the stars. I wanted to stay there for hours on end, but I knew I had to return to continue on my run and explore more of the city. Someday, somewhere, I would eventually return to these stars. However, that time will come sooner rather than later. After leaving Hofgarten, I continued running around the city. I started going in another direction for a few more minutes, and as I looked at Google Maps, I realized I went in the wrong direction. Okay, I'll be fine. I'll find my way back, I thought. Little did I know, I would continue taking wrong turn after wrong turn until I got so lost that I was on the other side of the Marion Bridge. I still had many hours to return back, so I did not stress myself out and instead just enjoyed the views in nature. Witnessing those dams and trees around me at that time of day was calming. I was thankful for this opportunity because I would not have stumbled upon this area at all during my stay. Hidden gems are always scattered around the city. Travel blogs and articles always highlight the main monuments and parks, but the real beauty lies within the places never talked about and never discussed. They are the pieces of the city where when you stumble on them, they make the experience that much better. Eventually, I made my way back to the bridge and entered a pastry shop that opened at 6am. When I entered, I asked for a few pastries. But to my dismay, I did not have 
any euros on hand. The merchant wished me well as I left the shop and continued back towards my hotel. In the end, my three-mile run turned into a six-mile run, but the beautiful experience to start off this day made it all worth it. A few days after this run, I was met with the opportunity to once again see the stars. This time, in a more zoomed-in view, with experts guiding me along the way. One evening, I, along with others, were invited to a World War II bunker that had been repurposed into an observatory. There, an astronomer walked us through the history of the planets, along with small tidbits and facts, such as there's a 13th astrology sign, and the zodiac signs are two weeks off. I did not fact check this, nor do I intend to, but I'm here spreading the information from that subject matter expert. Once finished with the initial presentation, the group split up into two and I entered a planetarium to see a time lapse of the galaxy. In my seat, I marveled at the beauty and miracle that is our space. Even though it was a sped up version, it brought tears to my eyes because of how gigantic our world is. Who knows when we'll have the opportunity to live in space, to inhabit new planets. Many miracles have already been made within the past decades of my lifetime, let alone the lifetime of others. So it's not out of question for us to be in that era where space travel is a possibility, and for many, that's mind-blowing. After viewing the planetarium, we swapped rooms with the other group and saw the scale of the different planets and learned more about their history. Not gonna lie, I was kind of tired and was half listening during that presentation, so nothing really stood out. However, after the presentation, I was able to hold a space rock from a meteorite that actually hit the Earth. This rock was about 4 feet in radius, but its density was much higher than any rock I had ever held. It looked like it would only be 4 pounds, but turns out it was about 20 pounds. The texture of the rock was also slick, and if you weren't careful enough, you could have dropped it. It could have been due to all of the oils of everyone touching it, but maybe it was the rock itself. Who knows? After both presentations, we all gathered atop the observatory for dinner and had three telescopes to look through to see Jupiter, Saturn, the Earth's moon, and a dead star. Marveling at all of them was a treat as no matter how far we were, we still had them within viewing range. But what was even better was listening to the astronomer go on and on about space. He talked about many different topics, but some that stood out the most to me were 1. The North Star, also known as Polaris, 2. How light photons travel, and 3. What keeps them up at night. To describe Polaris, the expert, whose name is Paul, talked about how sailors and others in the past had used the stars to navigate the deep seas. This was not always the case, however, as many eons ago, the North Star was not in the exact same position as it is now. 
The position of the stars slowly changes over time, but for any person's lifetime, it appears to be constant. To be born in this era with that as a guiding tool, it's truly a blessing. The topic of the North Star made me think back to what it was like for Vietnamese immigrants, such as my father, to navigate on a boat through the Southeast Asian Sea. I can't even imagine what it was like. But as I stood looking at the stars, it was as though I could retrace back to that moment. He was also looking up at the same stars. There was a connection. He was on a journey of reaching the Americas for his children. And I am also on a similar journey to build a world for my children to grow up in. Picturing him at that moment made me tear up. As I felt like we were closer than ever even though it's been years since we've talked. There's a trend, I think, with this episode, where tears came in moments of reflection. This trip has a lot of that, let me tell you. International travel brings you to a new level of introspection. As I continued thinking about my dad and his immigrant story, I thought about his parents and the generations before. The parents of each child teaches their offspring lessons and we continue to teach the next generation and so on, passing on that knowledge. What knowledge we have now is an accumulation of all those past efforts put into investing into our families and into humanity. When you look at someone, you sometimes think how many people have they intersected with in life. But another viewpoint too is... Have you considered how many souls each one of those people inherited from the past to make them who they are today? We are truly the children of all the people in the past. On the other side of the spectrum, how many more children do we have to impact in the future? How many more souls can we teach through our lessons for them to continue prospering with whatever technology or functionality is in place? Who knows, maybe they'll have flying cars and... Things that we see in TV happening right before them. But we can still make an impact in how they approach things and make different decisions. The thought of being the voice to impact the souls of many children and generations to come made me further consider podcasting and content creation, which is how this episode came about. On to the light photons. The rate light travels at is quick, typically when we're in a closed-off room. Let's say one of the stars went out. If you calculate the physical distance in conjunction with how fast light travels, it may take multiple minutes for us to even process what's happening. When we learn new subjects as students in school, we never have the opportunity to translate our knowledge, or so we thought. These cases, though, Physics did come into play many times during the discussion, and I was happy I didn't fall asleep through that class in community college. Finally, Paul talked about what keeps him up at night, which is the sun releasing a solar flare, and if it hits the earth, it will make the earth implode and we'll all die. Pretty bittersweet, (laughs) to say the least, but we never know when this may happen. We could die for many different reasons, such as nuclear warfare, solar flares, meteor hitting us, aliens, and who knows what else. It could happen today, tomorrow, or whenever. 
Either way, I don't want to wait for that moment and say to myself, I should have done this or that. I simply wanted to enjoy what I was doing now and know that every day I am doing something that makes me happy and when it's time to enter the next stage of life, I'll be ready. Paul's message was another reminder to continue treasuring every moment you have because no matter where you are or what you're doing, those moments are something you can never relive. So live it up and make miracles happen. Wow, what a trip with the stars both during the run and afterwards at the observatory. There were a lot of lessons learned along this story, so let's talk about a few. 1. Message your siblings and family every once in a while. There are very few moments where it will only be the siblings at a dinner table after you are all on your own individual journeys in life. We're all connected with social media and the web, but we need to be intentional to make sure we check in with one another. 2. Get lost in the city. I would not have seen a ton of Munich without taking at least 10 or 20 wrong turns during my run. I kid you not, every single time I was going through Europe, I had another wrong turn, and it was so much fun because of it. You see much more of what the city you are visiting has to offer, and it's a miracle to see all the architecture and nature. 3. Look up at the stars whenever you get the chance. Stars help us scale the scope of how big our humanity is and allows us to see the bigger picture. We're so wrapped up in our busy lives, but when we take a moment to view more of what this world has to offer, it changes us. 4. Let subject matter experts talk. Some people have spent years on years researching topics we've only heard a handful of times. We don't know what we don't know, and when you do have the opportunity, it's like listening to liquid gold because all that time is condensed into one conversation you may never have again. Thank you all for listening to today's episode surrounding my time with the stars and viewing this fragmented life. To recap, we talked about 1. A dream of my siblings visiting me for dinner. 2. Getting lost in Munich on my run. And 3. Visiting an observatory in a World War II bunker. Until next time, keep making miracles day by day, and we'll talk again soon. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, leave a rating or review, or donate in the link in the description. Additionally, tag me in an Instagram story at at Kevin T.P. Tran, that is Kevin T.P. Tran, to share your words of how you view this fragmented life. (music) 